0: Do 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 Everybody wants to get the master. Everybody wants to be the skills. Everybody wants to get there faster. Do do top of the hill. Pokemon podcast. Pokemon podcast. Do Hi, my name's Jackson McMurray. <laughs> my name's
1: Ellen uh, McMurray. <laughs> My name's
2: Tabitha Bardal, and I don't know if I was snapping on time with you, Jackson.
3: <laughs> my name is Anna McGuire, and I was purposefully not snapping with Jackson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is No Nerds Aloud.
3: Welcome, this is the- unless you're a nerd. Oh
0: Each step you try, you're gonna get just a little bit better. Each time you die, <laughs> one more step, up the ladder! Talking too! It's a whole
1: new way to see. God, you yeah. you sound exactly like the guy who has to sing those no songs. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Pokemon
3: music and Sonic the Hedgehog music are like the same genre, but opposite ends of the spectrum.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's like it's like hardcore butt rock, and then hardcore something else rock. It's not a butt. I don't know what it is. You, wait, which one's the butt rock? Pokemon That's music. Sonic. Sonic is butt hey, rock. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I would would say I would say the Pokemon music
2: is better than Sonic music. I take that as a personal attack. (laughs) Tabby wants to know your location.
0: (laughs) What's your favorite Sonic track, Tabby?
2: My favorite My favorite Sonic soundtrack.
0: Uh, Just your favorite song. Your favorite track.
2: Just. (laughs) Just a, a book one. <laughs> um, okay, well, What's your
0: favorite song from Sonic? Live
2: and learn, obviously. God, and then it's Dreams one. of Absolution. Okay, my okay. favorite I song- I guess I
0: should have known this was coming when I asked the question, yeah, but I don't know. <laughs>
3: my favorite song is also Live and Learn, but it's specifically the Kylie Hanky rendition that's being sung by like 200 people at once. Yes. yes. Is that the
0: one <laughs> from Sonic and the Secret Rings?
2: No, no. <laughs>
0: Which one's
2: that? It's from Sonic Adventure. Oh, okay. Oh, excuse
1: me.
0: What about? What about the song from Sonic and the Secret Rings? How does that stack up? Yeah,
1: Escape from the City.
0: (laughs) What about Sonic Heroes?
2: Sonic Heroes. Sonic
0: Heroes.
2: That's a good one. Sonic Heroes.
1: That was the only We should have just watched Sonic That was the only inside. Sonic game
0: we had growing up
1: Yeah, the, oh god It's bust and must and come down Your feet don't touch the ground Stand and it upside down Like a
2: laser with my eyes down. on you. It is taking every ounce of my self-control Not to like lose my shit right now
0: <laughs> Why? We are singing a Sonic music What's You're wrong with
2: that? You're pumping me up!
0: But- <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: pumped! It's gonna
3: Tommy's gonna punch the moon.
0: <laughs> okay. So, alright, this is an episode of No Nerds Allowed we've been hyping up for a long time. Yes. This is one of those movies that we just keep talking about on other episodes way too <laughs> often. Yeah. Because we feel strongly that Pokemon 3 colon, the movie dash Spell of the Unknown fucking rips and people don't give it the credit that it deserves.
3: It rips so hard. This is, for the record, the only good movie. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Oh. Possibly even the only movie. <laughs> yeah. I there's only one movie only and it's this one.
0: <laughs> so this is um, the Entei movie. And honestly, you can't even really say that because the real Entei does not appear in it. Yeah, Just an imaginary it's not. one. Um, if I were writing the movie, I would have the real Entei show up at the end and start busting skulls and be like, hey, this is copyright. And <laughs> this prefer. is
2: identity theft. <laughs> right. What if, yeah, what if fake Entei fought,
1: like, real Entei?
0: Real Entei would probably win because is the best. <laughs> well, do you no guys want to know?
1: would win. Hold on, hold on. Fake Entei would win because Molly believes in fake Entei. That's true. And fake Entei can do anything. I but
0: I could believe I in the real Entei.
1: Yeah, but the unknown aren't attached to you,
2: are they? Because
0: you. What Ash, if they Ash were?
2: Ketchum, like, looks dead ass into the camera and is like, Okay, everybody, we need to believe in Real Entei! <laughs> everybody clap your hands! <laughs> everybody at home, all
3: the viewers!
0: <laughs> and then, and then Real Entei dies, and Ash is like, Oh no, what did you do? What
2: have you, you done?! Died? You didn't
1: believe hard enough! You didn't do I it! I trusted you! This, this is, all is your, your fault! fault. <laughs> Jimmy from Pennsylvania! <laughs> somebody
0: somebody has to have done that bit in something before, right?
1: Like... Uh, okay. Adult Swim, call us. Right.
0: <laughs> do you guys wanna know um what the title of this movie is in Japanese?
1: Yeah, wait, please.
2: Isn't it like Oh, fuck, I saw it, but I forgot what it is. Go ahead, say
0: it. Well, it's Entei, colon, Lord of the Unknown Tower.
2: <laughs> yeah! Except uh, there's, there's no unknown <laughs> tower.
0: So, like two? I did last time in our Pokemon the Movie 2000 episode, I watched the Japanese subversion before I watched the English version with Adeline. Yes. And this one, I think, is interesting in the sense that it's not really very different at all. Like, I feel like... Because the original one, you could tell the translation was super lazy and sloppy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, everything was weird, and they were getting the names of Pokemon wrong, and none of the jokes made any sense whatsoever, and you're like, (laughs) somebody didn't give a shit about this.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, But, and then the second one feels a little bit more faithful... But there were still, like, some interesting things I could point out. Like, oh, they cut out this or didn't do this. But, like, this one... But they didn't
1: explain lightning and proteins <laughs> and how the fire and the water currents.
0: Um, but this one is, like, kind of just, like... Yeah, no, that was pretty much the same thing. The, the only thing that's really drastically different is that there's a totally new score in the English version. Yeah. And let me tell you, the score to this movie blows. It's no it's, good.
2: Oh, it's, it's so red bad. Red. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> but, I think the, the thing that stood out to me was the Entei motif. Like, whenever it would play, I was like, yeah, Pokemon. I don't even remember what it but, sounded like. God, the thing that stood out to me was the fucking xylophones.
0: <laughs> right, and like the mini <laughs> no. trumpet they would play. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, but this happened in the last one where it just it kind of felt like they did, like, lazy like, orchestra
0: music,
2: right? Yeah. Is that what, yeah.
0: And it it sort of depends on the system. Sometimes, you know, companies are really good about giving localization teams, like, all the assets they need to, like, just, you know, just do new dialogue. All the rest of the audio is already intact. But sometimes that's not possible. Sometimes localization teams have to just, like, recreate the audio from scratch. So that's why something like this would happen. Um, But... Uh, and I can't say for sure whether that actually happened because I think the like sound effects were mostly the same, but like the score in the Japanese version is like much, 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 much better. Um, and I just think, and it's not any way that I could like quantify, but the score in the American version is just definitely not performed by a live orchestra. Really obtrusive and annoying and always mixed way too loud.
3: It's it's really <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's very distracting. And it's much more artfully done in the Japanese version. So
1: here's the thing. I think me and Jackson have watched this VHS from our childhood maybe a hundred times. Right. And neither of us had any memory of the music in any capacity. <laughs> so right. I think that just shows how garbage it is. <laughs>
0: um... Oh, also. Here's my
1: question. Oh, oh, go ahead. Wait. Okay. Um. Here's my
2: question about the differences between like the Japanese version and the the English version. Do does Team Rocket keep making like self-aware jokes about their role in the Japanese version?
0: See, weirdly, that happens in movie 2000 in the Japanese version a lot, where, whereas oh, it doesn't in the American version. Yeah. But it was kind of the opposite in this one because Team Rocket barely makes any jokes at all in the Japanese version, but in the American version they like loaded it up with jokes, which I think yeah, is. Yeah, because fun.
1: they don't fucking do they anything.
2: Don't, there's literally movie. no reason for them to be there. <laughs> right. There is a reason for them to
1: be there, it's because I want them there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they she have dreams, to be or it's she not. She believes a in movie. Team Rocket, and so they can do anything. <laughs>
0: is my (laughs) Entei yeah Uh,
3: when you make a big crystal palace it's not Entei it's just Team Rocket that does your bidding (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, oh and one other thing I need to point out Um, oh I also I had like a bigger take about how like there's a certain point in a lot of like long running franchises where you can tell like it stopped being something that the original people made and it started being something people who loved the original thing started making you know which no. is like sort of oh, this like threshold that that you cross for a lot of things like with Star Wars it was all George Lucas until like the Disney era when like people like JJ Abrams and Ryan Johnson stepped in and you can tell there's a much different approach to it and yeah. you know sometimes that's great and sometimes that's bad cuz sometimes you can get the Force Awakens and sometimes you can get Jurassic World and it's like you got to <laughs> figure out how to do that but um, this very nice much feels... Nice on
1: Jurassic World. Oh, well,
0: yeah, because Jurassic World <laughs> fucking blows, and I think we could all be on the same page about that. Yeah, Jurassic
3: that. World is my least yeah. favorite Star Wars movie.
0: It... <laughs> 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 like, the... You know, there's different different ways that comes across. My favorite is, like, you can tell in in Marvel Comics, there's a moment, like, in the late 70s, early 80s, when it stopped being, like just, like, Stanley and Gary Conway and the guys who did it from the very beginning, you know, who've been doing it for, like, 20 years. All of a sudden, you get in this new batch of people, and all of a sudden, you get, like, so many of the most incredible, like, deconstructions of these characters, people who, like, grew up with it and finally have an an excuse to, like, work with them professionally. You get, like, Chris Claremont on X-Men, and uh, Frank Miller on Daredevil, and... Todd McFarlane on Spider-Man. Like, all these incredible, like, beloved comic book runs come out of the 80s when they start letting new people in to, like, have their own takes on these classic characters. I feel like that is sort of what's happening with the translations in these movies. Like, it seems Uh, like... I was
2: wondering when you were going to tie this... Well, yeah, (laughs) because... I was (laughs) wondering
0: what the fuck you were talking about. Because, like, the... The the translations seem to be getting more and more faithful and more and more understanding of what they're actually trying to get at, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, like I said, the very first movie, it was clearly, like, somebody at 4Kids Entertainment. It's, like, the Pokemon movie. Who gives a fuck? Like, just...
1: Right. <laughs> Let me open up Google Translate. <laughs> right.
0: They, like, didn't... Yeah. Clearly didn't give a shit about Pokemon because nobody did yet, you know? But oh, then, yeah. like, as it got bigger and became more of a thing, I feel like it would have been easier for them to find people who are actually passionate about doing it and are excited about the project to come on and be like, "Oh, let me let me concentrate on what the best way to to
2: not actually do a the shit story job
0: is." Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. It
0: just made me appreciate how much the first movie fucking blows and how every part <laughs> of it feels so <laughs> yeah, yeah. lazy.
2: Well, it's yeah, like I people say it. Yeah. Like people all of a sudden were like oh, shit, this is, like, making us a lot of money. Let's yeah. make 50 more of
1: them. Right. I think there's and let's also, try and do better. I think there's also a threshold that you reach where it's, like, when you realize with the contents that you have, you could actually make something good, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. sometimes people are handed things, and it's like, you have to make, like, I have to make Casper the movie, this isn't going to be good, but I'll make it for Cartoon Network. So I think Pokemon, the movie, the first one was definitely like, we need you to make a movie for this. It's like, okay. And then you get to the third okay. one. And it's like, oh, we can actually make like a good, fun story that we're passionate about. Let's do that. Right. Yeah.
0: And I think, I mean, I don't know. What I'm talking about specifically is the translation team. I can't, I've heard that the Japanese version of the original movie is wildly different. Yeah. Um, I, I believe didn't, that. I didn't think to watch it when we covered it on the podcast, but that was the piece of knowledge that inspired me to start doing it moving forward. I should go back and you, watch it You're talking Japanese about the first version. one? Yeah, the first original. Gotcha. Pokemon yeah. colon the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Um, <laughs>
2: So like, and the two unknown towers, and I
0: don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk shit on the movie itself because I feel like the reality is I haven't actually seen the movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen like this weird Frankenstein version where they had to put as many like marketable pop songs in it as they could, you know?
4: <laughs> pop songs. Um,
0: but anyway, another fun thing about the Japanese version of Pokemon Three is that the little girl, her name is Me. Um
2: Me.
0: Yeah, which is not spelled M I I? No, spelled M E. Me. Oh. Um,
2: uh.
0: which is not an issue in Japanese, but um, becomes kinda <laughs> hilarious when watching in English.
2: Yeah, that is it like changes
0: like changes it entirely. This is actually
2: really meta. Who's no on shit. first
0: routine where Ash is like, Charizard, take care of me? And you're like, whoa, <laughs> like you or like her! Like, what is... It just makes me laugh.
2: What do you want for me? And it's also,
0: like, a fun coincidence, because there's that moment where she spells out the unknown. She says, Papa and Mama and me, M-E. And it's, like, that's just her name in the Japanese version, but they could still use it in the English version, because it still made sense, because me was, yeah. was me.
2: Do you think that that, like, has anything to do with, like, the concept of, like looking at, like, oh, words in other languages. Because, like, when I was, like, 12, and I was, like, making stories about oh, these ninjas, I'm like, I'm going to look up what hope means in Japanese. <laughs> right. And that's the name of my main character. Right. Um, do you think it has anything to do with that? They were like, oh, what if we did something really interesting? Like, what is, what do you think, like, the word is for me in English? And they were like, oh, papa and mama and me. It, cool. Awesome. Wow. Sweet. We got a cool thing going on here. I don't
0: know. Yeah, maybe. I guess I would just have to say why, though. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, you don't
3: get it, You're you going for some real experimental stuff in Pokemon 3.
0: I mean, I guess... I don't know. Maybe you're right. I mean, I guess sort of the story does revolve around her being selfish and only looking out for herself. So I guess that could be a thematically and appropriate. And also the fact
2: that she's, like, a five-year-old girl. Yeah. Right. <laughs> God, you're being so selfish right
0: now. <laughs> but I mean, but that's just the me. reality. Not that yeah, j-
1: your yeah. dad died? Whatever, bitch. Like, come on.
0: <laughs> um Also I just wanna point out, um, this guy, this dad, who's an archaeologist, quote unquote. Um, yeah. I think I don't think if you're uh, if you're an above board, above the table archaeologist, you live in a goddamn mansion like that.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he does also not have any furniture, so. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, I'm just an saying he, he is.
3: Empty cavernous <laughs> mansion. <laughs>
0: I don't think archaeologist is accurate. I think Thief is more apt. I think that he is absolutely Possibly. stealing cultural artifacts to turn a profit.
3: <laughs> also, I want to say, I watched this entire movie thinking that that guy was voiced by Matt Mercer until Jackson told me it wasn't because it sounded just like him. And it does. Yeah. It totally sounds like it. came like out Matt in
0: 2001. Mm-hmm. How could it have been Matt Mercer?
3: Matt Mercer wasn't even born then! Girl, that
2: sounded nothing <laughs> like Matt Mercer. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It sounded just like him.
0: Hold on. I feel let me like, look the, like
2: when he was the dad, it sounded like Matt Mercer, but I totally forgot about it. Like once he was Entei and not dad.
0: Well, then I am Entei!
2: Maybe because Aww. the acne
1: was so bad, I didn't think it was Matt Mercer. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay, well, let's see. I
3: am Entei! Okay, but have you seen him in that movie where he's the elephant?
1: I, what movie?
3: <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. It was, like, a bad he, like, Netflix movie. A song. And he, like, really song. And he, like, has that really terrible song, and he plays, like, the bad guy elephant, and it's fucking terrible. <laughs> I love who, this.
0: That's great. The guy who plays Entei's name is Dan Green.
3: Oh, well, yeah, wow. I mean, I know now because you told me. <laughs> right. Does
2: he eat saltine crackers for a living? There he is. See, that guy, that's the guy. He looks like he would cosplay a good (laughs) Entei. Also,
3: uh, our roommate Maddie told us that that's the same guy that voices both of the main characters in Yu-Gi-Oh!
0: Right, I'm I'm seeing that here.
3: Which which checks out. That's
1: hilarious, (laughs) actually.
0: (laughs) What's the deal with Yu-Gi-Oh?
1: I don't know. I'm just looking looking at the
0: names of the characters that he plays. He plays yugi moto and yami yugi who are <laughs> presumably different characters
3: y- yeah yugi. well
2: isn't is it y- yami, yami yugi is the name like of the, the kid wait no no Yugi is the name of the kid and then yami is the name of the pharaoh that like he turns into when he battles which is an adult and yeah it's that's... not
4: right
3: and he's not like an that. ancient egyptian some something
1: or other yeah, he's a pharaoh. Yeah. Okay, sure, fine. All I know about Yu-Gi-Oh! You, is that you one imbecil- scene where he gets beaten by a kid, but then he just, like, kills him with his Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. Oh yeah, I've seen That's that That's all I know about Yu-Gi-Oh!
3: <laughs> the only episode I ever, like, finished as a child was the one where he gets, like, trapped in that burning house and, like, almost dies because <laughs> he's trying to put the puzzle back together. <laughs> Well,
0: <laughs> the thing I've seen is that the original like source material of Yu-Gi-Oh was like a it's, horror manga
3: yeah it's like a super super like... intense horror manga right which is so funny
0: Um.
1: and then they made a bad anime for children <laughs> invisible guns
0: hold on <laughs> uh, the TV show I'm looking at here is called Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Monsters
3: that's yeah a... wait is that it, the one um, got... hold on is that not like wasn't there like a sequel show or something like that?
1: There are like five sequel shows. Oh. It says twelve
0: I episodes, think. but that doesn't seem right. That
1: does not no. seem right.
0: <laughs> okay, whatever. This okay. is a pointless my rabbit hole. Is,
1: uh, Nobody wants to talk Yu-Gi-Oh about Yu-Gi-Oh. Is,
2: <laughs> the best part of Yu-Gi-Oh is what? Fuck, what's his name? Is it Kaiba?
0: I don't know. Yeah, Kaiba's
2: <laughs> my S- favorite S- character. Kaiba. He's such a best part of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs>
0: Hands down. Yeah, okay, sure.
2: If I, <laughs> yeah.
0: if I was a
3: billionaire, I also would make a theme park themed after myself. Dude,
2: I, I mean, have you seen Eggman? <laughs> I that's seen just man. like, that's what you do when, you're, when you have lots of money. Cedro <laughs> Kaiba is sexy Eggman, confirmed. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I always forget that these like Japanese cartoons have like 80 episodes per season. Yeah. yeah, they just fucking crank them out.
1: Oh, dude, I started watching Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. and like, I'm never, I'm never ever going to finish it. It's never gonna happen. There's yeah, like 80, 80 episodes no. per season, and there's like 12 seasons. It's never gonna happen.
0: How do they do that?
1: They overwork their people really badly. They overwork their <laughs> right. people and make really and use the cheapest methods possible.
3: It's like a huge problem in Japan. People have like died from being overworked making Right. Animes.
0: Do they, yeah. like, not have an off-season, though? No.
3: No. Huh. They just go I don't all the time.
0: So. Well, then why do they split it into seasons? It should just be arbitrary. Like, why?
1: I don't know. I mean, it kind of is. I That's guess. a really good question. Fair
0: enough. Okay. Um, anyway, Pokemon 3, the movie, <laughs> Spell the best of the movie Unknown. Ever made. I, I let's Let's throw to you guys your opinions on the film.
3: It uh, rules. It's the best movie ever made. Okay. <laughs> feels disingenuous I, Okay, you know what's the easily the best thing about this movie is that scene where we see the unknown for the first time and it's like the early 2000s when they were trying to integrate 2d and 3d but had no idea how to do it no, so yeah. it's just like unknown really like flies things, out and it's like the most jarring
1: thing you've seen in your entire life. Yeah. That's cool.
0: They're
3: weird. No, but that's
1: what I like about it. it makes the unknown seem like Eldritch horrors because they don't fit into the world at all. Like it's super yeah. cool. Oh, and especially like playing into the like Eldritch horror thing, like when he
2: gets like just absorbed into this this portal and he's screaming like, It's the unknown I'm <laughs> so like, holy shit. <laughs> Oh, she is. Okay, the more that I watched this film, the more that I realized I actually have not ever seen this movie before. I think my brain just like inserted Entei into um, Pokemon 2000. (laughs) And like, because like I have this very clear image in my head of like Ash and he's on a snowy mountainside and he's. And he's there, and then Pikachu's there, and then so is Entei and this little girl. But like that never happens, right? In either of those movies. See, Did I you saw see this like a movie when I was—I don't know, <laughs> but it's so clear. I saw so this movie a
3: psychopath. when I was like maybe like five or something. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know how old I was, um, but I was really little. So I like I don't. I only saw it once. I think. So I don't remember like most of it. I just like have these these certain scenes that I'll watch and be like, "Oh my god, fucking sense
1: memories." I know, <laughs> like, yeah. when just, like when all the like clicky clacky tiles like hit the floor. I'm right. Like, oh, the clicky clacky tiles. <laughs> I love that.
0: Anna, what were your what were your preferred Pokemon movies as a kid?
1: Um,
3: I didn't watch the movies or the show as much as I played the games because we didn't have cable. Mm-hmm so we, like, couldn't watch most of it. I think this one and the one with Mewtwo were the only ones I actually saw,
1: but...
0: You didn't have any VHSs or anything?
1: Nah. Oh my god, We got those garage sale Pokemon tapes, bruh. (laughs) Yo, yo, (laughs) you definitely...
0: We had a collection... This was back in the day when I guess they would just put out a VHS that had three episodes of Pokemon on it.
2: Yeah, I have those! Yeah. I have several of those!
0: So we had, like, a handful of those, and we had yeah. the big plastic clamshell case for Pokemon 3 the movie. Um, <laughs> nice. Which, I'm sorry, I know it's not. It's kind of a bit that I keep saying Pokemon 3 the movie, but just that's what it's called, and I feel like that's
2: ridiculous. <laughs> it really is, ridiculous.
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> But this was the only movie we had on VHS. And we would catch all the other movies on TV whenever, on, like, Cartoon Network. But, like, this was the one that we would watch, like, all the time. And it came with um, an unknown J Pokemon card in it. <gasps> and I was very excited about that because my name was Jackson. So I was like, it's hell yeah, it's meant That's, to be. It's a sign, I yeah, got the J. you're the chosen one. Um, and, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's weird because, like... This movie, (laughs) I mean, like we said, is, like, way more high concept than any of the other ones. Yeah. And it's so weird that, like, this one is clearly, like, the most developed one, at least of the first three. And, like, it just happened to be the one that we had. And the one that it seems like nobody else really ever saw. So, like, our diet of Pokemon cinema was just, like, much more upper crust than most people, I guess.
3: (laughs) Than most people's diet of Pokemon cinema.
0: (laughs) Right.
1: Well, because I don't think I've ever, like, seen the second Pokemon movie. Like, I've seen the first one. And I've seen the third one 10 billion times, but, like, I don't think I've ever yeah. seen the second one because I don't think they ever, like, played it on Cartoon Network just because it was one of the, like, older ones. Yeah. Even cause... besides
0: a month ago when we watched it for the podcast out Well, yes.
1: Yeah, so, duh, Jackson.
0: <laughs> okay, just Jackson. I mean,
1: <laughs> as a child, I had never seen it. But it's just, like, it... Uh... It's cause it's bad. Like, it's not- it's not good. <laughs> it's not it doesn't make any sense what they're doing. It's like a- it's like a and d quest that someone threw together at the last second, where they're like, "Oh, you gotta get the orbs, kid! Like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Dude, and then they could jump to this one, yeah. with so much retelling heart and D&D. emotion, and I cry. <laughs> Retelling of D&D campaigns like never works out the way you want it to. Yeah, exactly. This is like someone <laughs> like telling me a, about a D&D campaign that they did like a year ago. And it, in the moment, it was really, really cool. But now they have to like think of all the details, and so they kind of forgot half of it.
2: Yeah, and it's like it's like super out of context, all of it. And then, but then when they try to give you the context, it's like more than you actually like want to know about. And, and it's like, not context yeah. that you're helps like are am I believe telling. you that
3: it was cool, but I'm bored as hell. Yeah. <laughs> the only time that you can tell people about your D and D campaign is if you're telling them about like stuff that other people would have D D perspective on.
0: Right. Like, yeah. oh,
3: we did we used yeah. this spell in battle this way because other people like know what that would mean.
0: Right. Right. But like
3: telling exactly. people about the story like pretty much never
2: works.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um
2: But um but Adeline, the way that you feel about like the second movie is exactly the way that I feel about this one. Cause nice. like I thought I'd seen it. I actually have not. And so I just like yeah I went into this movie having like an idea of what it was going to be and then just being super wrong. <laughs> but this one's good. Yeah. R- it is rips, good. Rips. Kill really, you. I feel like I feel like while it is like like really well developed and it's like infinitely more interesting, right? Than like the first two. Yeah. Um there it there is still like the appropriate amount of like plot holes. In it though, bad acting, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm really concerned about the turn we have taken on this podcast. About how now now suddenly Tabby is the one being overly critical of a Pokemon movie that we love for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just, I'm upset about this.
1: I'm right and you're wrong, and that's <laughs> that's where we're at. Only well, Tabby's opinions about Pokemon movies matter. <laughs> yes.
0: I also want to point no,
1: that's
0: out not true. that the um the last thing I have written down about like the differences between the two versions are that the like opening sequence they definitely let it play out a little bit longer in the Japanese version. Like you could just yeah. tell that like in the English version there's like a second cut off of like the beginning and end of each shot each time because it's like oh, this yeah. is. This is for kids. Like, this is the sad part, and they are not like that. Yeah, we gotta like just get through that, and they don't they don't give a shit. Like, we gotta show them some Pokemon, you know?
4: Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. I feel
0: like there's more like genuine weight to the the like loss of her dad in the in the Japanese version. Like, you get to sort of sit yeah. with it for a little while longer, and yeah. it just feels this a little bit more. This movie
1: just like barrels through the emotional stuff at the
0: beginning, <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's kind of brutal the way that they do it. Yeah, I mean, it was probably like, all right, what do we have to cut for time so this can go on TV?
0: Right. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. But it just makes it kind of brutal that it's like, oh, here's her dad. They like, Entei. oh, they're so sweet together. He's dead now. She's crying. She's being possessed by the unknown. Here's Ash. And it's like, oh, Jesus,
0: okay. Pokemon 3, the Entei story.
1: Pokemon movie.
2: Let's go. I did feel like the beginning Like, yeah, I felt like the pacing was really weird. So
3: that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I agree with that.
2: It was like, God, this is just happening like so quickly. Like I haven't (laughs) had time to adjust to like watching this movie at all. I like just sat down. Right. I do. There is
0: the, the one shot where she like walks in to like the lab assistant and the guy's like, oh, I guess I have to tell her. Where there's that, like, wide shot where you can just see them on, like, opposite ends of the screen. And the Japanese version holds that for, like, a solid, like, two or three seconds. But it's, like, like yeah. just nothing in the American version. Because, I don't know, it's such a weird thing that, like, it seems like whenever people are Americanizing things, especially for kids, they're always like, no, that's sad, just fuck that, no. Like, Boring. get to the cool part. Boring, yeah.
2: Which is dumb! Yeah, Like, that's important to the story, and it's
1: important to show kids those things.
2: Well, I, like, when I
1: always teach think about is that so I don't understand that. Because they're always like, kids won't sit through, like, the sad parts because it's not as entertaining as, like, the happy parts or whatever. But right. then I think of, like, Bambi, which is, like, maybe the saddest yeah. animated movie ever. Or, like, and, like, like, How
2: to Train Your Dragon 2.
1: Yeah! <laughs> right? Like, dude, those films are, like,
2: amazing! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was
3: gonna, I was gonna say up, but okay. But
0: also think about when you were a kid watching movies, how often you would just like skip over parts that were sad or boring because you just didn't really care.
1: Never, like, I never did that. I never what is did that wrong with you. <laughs>
0: I don't believe you.
1: You did no, that, for Jackson. Jesus? Say again. You did that, Jackson.
0: Yes. Like you were, you're, you're, you're saying that when you would watch movies as a kid, you would never think like oh, this is the part where Aladdin and Jasmine are talking or whatever, and like uh, the genie's not here, and it's not funny, and I don't care about it, really. That I never liked other crossed parts more
1: than other parts, but I wouldn't check out just because the genie wasn't on screen. When it's yeah, the I 40th time
0: you've seen Aladdin? You guys are all lying.
1: Because uh, I, I like Aladdin and Jasmine, so I like it when they talk. Listen, I watched Monsters, Inc. on a loop
3: for like three years, and I never right. skipped any of it. Jackson,
2: you're 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 the odd one out here. Okay, but...
0: fine, whatever. But still, Jackson, though. Jackson <laughs> hate cinema. Oh, th- but I'm you were never like, you were never like uncomfortable at movies that would like be too genuine or too emotional at points that never no. bothered you as a kid.
2: Dude, that's I like see... so important. To, I like, loved that shit. Kids when I was a kid, those, okay, like, whatever feelings and emotions. Like, the problem with like America doing that to kids is like. That's such a good way to teach them about like, oh shit, like dealing with loss, like with how to with handle Molly your emotions stuff. Yeah, like this is how, this is how you don't handle emotions. This is how you handle your emotions. It's like, it's so important. But also like, I God, loved Justin. sad
3: parts in movies when I was a kid. I lived for that shit.
0: yeah I'm rolling my eyes at all of you guys.
3: Also, sorry if I randomly clap on this end. I have a gnat that's flying around my head and I'm trying to get it. So if I randomly clap, that's, that's why. <laughs>
0: You know, most people would just ignore that instead of ruining their podcast audio.
1: <laughs> Jackson, it's
3: you are to fly up my hostile energy twice. to
1: the work environment. <laughs> <laughs> See, the only movie that I've ever had, like a, like, a really, like, visceral reaction to, like, the emotions in it was the first Tinkerbell movie near the end where, like, the evil purple fairy, her name's, like, Tornado or whatever, where she, like... <laughs> She, like, ruins Spring for everybody, and she blames Tinkerbell, and, like, everybody is just, like, so freaking, like, disappointed and mad at Tinkerbell, and Tinkerbell doesn't know what's going on, and she's just, like, crying, and, like, that messed me up as a kid. I didn't know what to think about that. (laughs) That's so interesting. I never watched those films. I watched the first one, and then I got to the age where I thought Tinkerbell was stupid, and I haven't gotten out of that phase yet. Well,
2: you're- You, I hope I hope you see the light again. I agree.
0: Or... Um, <laughs> and I just want to be clear, I'm not I'm not so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not arguing that it is bad to have strong emotions in kids movies. I'm just acknowledging yeah. the reality that most of the time as a kid, you don't fully engage with them or understand them as you should. Um,
2: That's a good point. I think yeah. I think you're right about that.
0: Um, I also I also think it's so interesting the different like pop songs they use in the Japanese versus the American versions, because uh-huh. like they always are so much better in the Japanese versions because they just seem like a popular song that they put in a movie, which is not my favorite thing, but is definitely better than a song that was crafted in a marketing tank. To appeal yeah. to a specific right. demographic of kids, to like just get that perfect genre of butt rock so that kids will buy the CD at Toys R Us, you know? Yeah. At um,
1: least this song for this fight is at least like upbeat enough to be like adjacent to a fight scene. Like that's that's how low the bar is. Like at least it works right. even a little bit. It's not yeah.
0: brother, my brother.
1: Yeah. Brother, brother
2: my brother. <laughs> I think you're crazy. I thought that was a great song. <laughs> I think all of you are wrong.
3: A, <laughs> I make such a pill today. I don't know why. I'm so sorry. Tabby's yeah. like,
0: <laughs> You know, Pokemon 3, I feel like the opening was really rushed. I didn't quite get a full sense of what it was supposed to Oh, Mewtwo Strikes Back? No, when they sing that Eagle-Eyed Cherry song when the Pokemon are all fighting, that rips. I love when the Pikachu slap each other and they're crying. That's not funny at all to me. Why are you booing me? I'm right! <laughs> <laughs>
1: when the Pokemon are crying and hitting each other, I'm crying. I'm also crying and hitting someone else. <laughs> <laughs> <God> damn it! <laughs> See, what's good about this movie being fast paced though is that I feel like we do we do get to like Ash and, and friends doing things. Like I don't know, it feels more organic that uh, like the Ash and gang are here. Like they're like, oh, we travel around and we travel to this town and some weird is going on here, so we're gonna fix it. And then they get more involved when like Ash's mom gets kidnapped and all that stuff. Just, yeah. Not to dunk on the second movie, just this whole episode, but, like, I, I, it didn't feel believable that they were there for, like, any real reason. Like, we're like, oh, we're on a boat. Oh, our boat crashed. Oh, there's a town. Oh, there's this, oh, I'm the chosen one. Like, it just it <laughs> didn't, it didn't make any sense for why they were helping, but in this right. one it seems really natural that they're, like, immediately involved in the story of they what's going on. They get sucked into the conflict, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Because it has something to do with them and their characters and their lives, rather than just being like, oh, no way! A fun thing?
1: Some orbs? (laughs) I have to do it, I guess. I don't know if I'm strong enough to do it. (laughs) I need your guy's help! (laughs) Hey, oh, Ash doesn't cry in this movie, does he?
0: Uh, no he doesn't. No,
1: Molly doesn't. No Ash crying. Molly cries. Molly cries enough for the rest of us.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um... I also like this, like, funky exposition method they have where they just, like, have these reporters around and you can kind of, like, listen in to, like, what the reporters are saying, like, yeah. on the scene. I like that
1: everybody is watching the news, too. Well, like, yeah. The only, reason, the only reason that Molly knows that Ash is, like, getting into her house because she's just, like, on her computer watching the news. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> just well, okay. <Which>
2: really <laughs> fun. On, like, on the subject of, like, like that like, like little computer thing she had... I thought that that was her dad's computer because he like received an email or I mean, <laughs> right. email. Like,
0: yeah, don't worry. Yeah, about it's it. like it's like
2: this cutesy little like pink, you know, cute little laptop that you'd have if you were a five year old girl. I probably had something that looked very similar to that. And then like, oh, oh, it's probably your your
1: worker Skylar, isn't it? <laughs> on, on my computer, <laughs> on my baby laptop. <laughs> it's like a Barbie laptop. It's like, here's the then, secret files for the ancient <laughs> Elder horror guys. <gods>. Yeah! <laughs> she just, like, gets on
2: his, like, personal laptop and it's just like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up all these things and I'm gonna knock over this box of ancient artifacts.
1: <laughs> Look, there's a lady from my childhood. She's my mom now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I do think that the way that this movie handles its quote-unquote villain is really effective. Because, like, for for a really long time, Molly is the antagonist. But they do a good job of, like, ashing the gang, don't treat Molly like a villain like they do with the other villains. And mostly because the other villains have been stupid. But, like, when we have, like, a real, like... Antagonist, but she's a little girl, she's not evil, she's doing bad things, but she's not- she's not Mr. I'm gonna steal all the big birds. (laughs) So, like, I like it when, like, she's, like, fighting with, like, Brock and with Misty, where Brock and Misty are, like, being nice and trying to encourage her, and they're not just trying to kill her or whatever like they do with other people.
3: I'm always a sucker for stories that have, like, ambiguous, like, villain scenarios, I guess. And, like, Absolutely. I like that about this, because it's, like, it's not really her fault. Her parents died, and she's five. Like, yeah, <laughs> right,
0: yeah. I always, this movie always makes me think, like, when everybody's, like, watching the news because the fucking city got encased in crystal, and they're like, that's so wild. I Like, why don't we get stuff like that in real life? Whenever there's something big on the news, it's always, like... 9-11 so like it's not fun <laughs> <Just>
3: <laughs> are you saying why don't we ever have cities that are encased in crystal by ancient yeah. pokemon why wasn't 9-11 more exciting not
0: even specifically <laughs> 9/11 that 9-11 is well, so no fun it's a national tragedy I want something that's like oh check out this crazy shit that's happening somewhere I don't want. I don't want to see Chernobyl. I want to see like, oh man, like, there's a crazy. I guess maybe like the Chilean miners is the closest thing to that.
1: You don't like, like the elephant foot. You don't like that. The,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying there should be big crazy things that happen that we all follow on the news more often than our presidential assassinations. What about when there was assassinations.
1: a giant rubber duck in the river?
0: That was pretty good.
1: That was, that was yeah, a good that one. Was fun. <laughs> What about when that one person made a really big pizza? What about that? (laughs) That was a a major world event. It was. We were all watching the news.
3: Speaking of that, did you see Watsky rap for thirty three (laughs) hours?
2: Dude, no. No. That fucking ruled. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he was doing like a fundraiser for like. Uh, musicians that, like, whose, like, world tours got, like, canceled. He broke or, the world record
3: and rapped for 33 consecutive hours. It was awesome. And he
2: freestyled.
1: Freestyled? I mean, you would have to, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. He's, it he's was awesome.
0: gonna write 33 hours of <laughs>
1: <Really? Enough laughs> rap. Yeah. At what point it did dope. it get, like, really bad, though? Like, there's gotta be a part. <laughs> I mean, were you? that's the thing and, like though? house like, with a mouse because you're just out of things to he say. got he got
3: tired but he was still he sounded fucking good at the end it was it was well, bizarre
2: <laughs> oh at the end yeah he like really got into it like in the last like 10 minutes like his tiredness had just like it, he was so past, past that strength. point that he was just fueled and yeah it was it was cool yeah <laughs> i like it was, it was really fun
0: there's a moment um, that doesn't exactly happen in the American version, um, but in the Japanese version, Ash's mom is like, oh, that's our, that's our old friend, do you remember him? And Ash is like, yeah, you were friends in college, didn't you say he used to help you with your homework? And I was like, oh, they were fucking for real. Yeah, yeah right? No, I thought <laughs> Didn't she say, oh, mom, didn't you say he used to mow your lawn? <laughs> <laughs> didn't he used to plow your mound? <laughs>
1: Well, because there's that moment when she's talking to Professor Oak, and he's like, "You've known each other since you were schoolgirls, right?" And he's and she's like, "Yeah, I did." It's like it's like it implied that they like definitely dated or something, but it's yeah. not. It's not that. <laughs> yeah, when she was like, "Oh no, Spencer, Spencer doesn't deserve this," I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, I see."
0: They fell yeah. out of touch.
1: See, listen, I would ship it, except his wife randomly comes back at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't actually-
2: I wasn't able to watch through, like, the whole credits scene, because I was, like, rushing to give Anna her computer back. Yeah, the stuff. mom comes back. Like She's fine. Does- so, the dad and the mom comes back, Yep. and, like, everything's okay? Yeah, yep. the mom was floating around in a
1: void for two years, but she's fine. <laughs> she's fine. It's like Ant-Man and the Wasp, Right. she's fine.
0: There was uh they don't mention the mom at all in the Japanese version. That's not a
1: thing. <laughs> I kind of prefer that honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I mean you don't have to to like know that something happened. Right. It creates it like it creates an abs like a, an absence for Ash's mom to fill. Like it makes more sense right. if she knows nothing about her mom, and then to just see this woman who she sees as the ideal mom, and then kind of just like being like, "That's what my mom is like," because yeah. I don't know right. my mom. But when she does know her mom, it just feels weird. It's like, <laughs> right, this it's is like, my mom have- now. I I know that this other lady is my mom, but like, I wanted this one.
3: Right. Yeah, that was really weird. And like,
1: you can you can kind of brush it off as like, oh well,
2: she's she's five. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, like, she's got pictures. like She got I have, like, a, a six-year-old little stepbrother, and, like, I don't think he would do that at
1: all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think what you could really, because she's got those two pictures, and one picture is her whole family and Ash's family and, like, Professor Oak, and then the other one is just her, her dad, and her mom. And I feel like if you got rid of the picture of her, her dad, and her mom, then it would make sense if she, like, yeah. actually thinks that Ash's mom is her mom, because she just has that picture. I think that would have been really effective, but they don't do totally. like that. Yeah. But it's still a great film, Tabby. <laughs>
2: God. Okay, wait, I'm gonna say something good about it. The part where <laughs> um Ash's mom is like being like hypnotized by Entei and she's and she's, you know, they're they're all sitting like in her bedroom and stuff, and they're watching the news, and Ash is like climbing up the waterfall, and she like has that moment of clarity, and the first thing that she says is like Ash, you get down there this instant! Yes. That was very good.
3: Yeah, that was that was funny.
1: Well,
3: and I, I like the that moment when she first heard. shows
1: up and she says hi to Pikachu and then Ash runs up and she's like, Oh, hi, Ash. <laughs> oh, hi, Ash. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh my god. god that, that line delivery <laughs> hey, was <sweetie>. so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Hey, Ash.
3: Um,
0: I do really like, though, that whole sequence where it's like this weird little heist montage where they're like getting into the castle because like, not only is it like a fun and creative use of Pokemon, but it's cool that like... That that Pokemon battle at the beginning with that anonymous trainer, like, functions as sort of a primer, you know? It's, like, it serves a purpose in the sense that it shows you exactly what Pokemon Ash has and, like, what they can do. So that when they come back later, you recognize it. It's like the scene in John Wick 2 where they show you exactly which guns John Wick is buying from Peter Serafinowicz. Like you it's just like good storytelling you know i appreciated that
3: yeah i just wish that ash threw his pokemon once he was done with them more yeah <laughs> you know like it runs it runs out of vines or whatever and he just like picks it up and like throws it at somebody
0: <laughs> what? what oh like okay john that's wick. what you mean like john wick okay like i got john it wick I got and his guns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this bitch empty Yeet. Yeet.
2: i do yeah, do you think do you think that in like the movies and in the show um pokemon like ever like run out of moves no well <laughs> like because you know in the, the games in the game you, know, you the got limited moves and you're like what you like run out of what is it called is it is it the um, power points yeah power points yeah, yeah yeah you don't think that happens
0: um, no, movies. it doesn't, because that, be, that would be unsatisfying in a narrative story.
2: No, it would be an interesting <laughs> restriction that you have to get creative and, like, think around. As I, soon I as do... you start
0: trying to put RPG mechanics in a, in a narrative story like this, it never turns out the way you think it's going to. Remember <laughs> I mean, in Detective actually... Pikachu, when that guy was like, Critical hit! Additional damage! <laughs> That's what it would be like.
3: I think... You're right on that one actually. <laughs> okay, do you know what I, I love think though? You're right. Um I love that like in these in these like intense Pokemon battles where they're talking about how Ash is such a fantastic trainer. I just like I love that they the moves that they're using are like notoriously the shittiest moves. I yeah, know. like right.
2: Tackle.
0: that's that's what i like they're not going out of their way to try to make it like the video game you know (sighs) it's like as soon as you start to be like oh a pokemon can only know four moves it's like what that doesn't make any sense why why can't he just hit him like why is they need to have like restrictions on their ability to fight like that doesn't make any sense like to me it's like oh it's onyx he's a big guy Uses tackle, will probably fuck you up. Like that's a mirror, I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah.
1: Well but no, what i what I mean when I say that is that like they know that there are higher evolved forms of the Pokemon that he uses. Therefore those evolved forms must be stronger than this form. That's and why yet, Ash he's... is
0: the best trainer.
1: But this I'm just saying <laughs> this does look very strong.
2: I mean Which like Ash we? is still like, at this point, running around with, like, Jeez. just a fuck-ton of, like, starter Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: why he's the best trainer. And he can beat yeah. everybody oh. with him.
2: But speaking of that, though, I loved how they started this movie with, like, the next, um, uh, starter Pokemon. Are those the starter Pokemon for, um, Gold and Silver? Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, they are, but I it is, they that. also, he has them before. It's just how the TV show has been progressing. Yeah,
2: but I mean, I guess just from jumping like from movie to movie, right. I suppose it was like like ignoring yeah, Cuz they, they were there were only yeah, yeah, like, you know, uh Generation 1 Pokemon in right. uh Pokemon 2000. And then like you start this one and all of a sudden, here's like uh Danfee, the little elephant guy, and Cinequil, and Totodile, which sounds like Donald Duck for some reason. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Oh yeah. You're like, "Oh fuck yeah."
3: I know yeah, that was just really Cyndaquil's like noise it makes when it shoots fire is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: adorable. <laughs> See, I I think this movie really captures how little girls play Pokemon. Cause as a little girl, I didn't know what to do with any of the Pokemon. I just had the ones <laughs> I like. So I like oh, when Ali gets up to battle and she's like, Go! Teddy! I like your chief character! <laughs> You're like Teddy and yeah. he's like, oh, it makes sense that you like, a cute one. And she's like, no, it's actually really strong. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> it's really not Molly, but. I really like, love. The way, the way the... that I played Pokemon when I was little is I just tried to fill up my, uh, my Pokemon computer with as many man roll as possible. And I <laughs> did that.
0: I <laughs> uh, in the Japanese version in the score, there's like a really good music cue when Teddy Ursa gets sent out for the first time. She's like, go teddy Ursa, and the music's just like "Boom!"
2: You're like, oh shit, yeah, Teddy Ursa <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Bub, I know I know that I think Adeline, I think you were the one that already mentioned this. Um, but I I fucking loved how they were like treating Molly.
1: Yeah. It was it was so sweet it was really cute because like, especially it, it, with like misty and her like i just mean, this yeah. might just be me projecting onto molly but like i don't know i really like that like that kind of like female connection of like because she's a little girl and she's like oh i can be a pokemon trader oh i have to be an adult oh i see misty that means that i can be a kid and also do this but they also like yeah. to she's like, oh, I can also be a little girl and do this because Misty is doing it. Like, I just really mm-hmm. like that. I like the positive role model that Misty is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's also and fun that, like, in that fight, she, like, learns that. Because when it comes to Brock, she's just like fucking wiping the floor with him. just like, oh, yeah. here's a, here's a Fampy, he'll kill you because I have ultimate power and I can just do that. Like, fuck you. <laughs> right. But and he's like,
2: just basically being polite. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: but then when she fights Misty, like, she like, puts up more of a fight and she like, sort of starts to like, understand that like, part of the fun is this, of this is like, having competition and like, actually having it be close and, you know, being yeah. like, genuinely competitive with people. I think it's a fun way to like, show her like, learning, what what is actually fun about about, about
2: sports or life. like
0: pokemon battles yeah
2: yeah or like being a trainer
0: um i have a question for you guys yeah why do so like pokemon battle stadiums there's like a court right
3: yeah why
0: yeah. why
3: because it looks cool
0: why are there lines it's not dodgeball like you can <laughs> you can go into each other's sides why do we need like guidelines on the court
2: for anything. I think well, it's just probably... to contain it. it yeah, makes I it... think it's probably just to like
1: simulate like sports. It makes it look less like a dog fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: right, it's true. Yeah. Like, but it's
2: because
1: well, I you have don't... to have like, this is the fight zone. This is where the people stand. This is where the Pokemon go. Cause if the Pokemon could just go anywhere, then anybody could just get hit by a bolt of lightning and die. <laughs> yeah, point. I mean, nobody that's wants to point. watch
3: like, all right, it's time to go into the rules of the Pokemon sport. sports.
0: <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying it's weird that points. they're like split into two halves like it's tennis. Like, yeah,
2: maybe that was a
1: design choice because they're like, oh, we could have a circle in the middle and then a line. It will look like a, like, it looked like a Pokeball. Yeah, yeah maybe there's no um, points. Maybe it just looks cool, Jackson.
0: I also yeah. wrote down what if, that. Like, um,
2: why,
1: what, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I have a
2: good point to make here. <laughs> why in Sword and Shield is it a soccer stadium?
0: Because mm. they probably because also it's play fun. soccer there.
2: No, <laughs> soccer doesn't no, exist. it's fun, because it's cool.
0: It's not it's actually it's a soccer space. stadium, is it? I think it's just a regular. It's supposed to
1: look like a soccer stadium. So I think it has to be big for the big Pokemon. Listen, it has the to be soccer games. because it's in England.
2: <laughs> yeah, in- and they
1: all have to be wearing
3: jerseys schools. because it's soccer, and people have to say things like, "What's all
1: this then?" <laughs> <laughs> and hello oh, oh, hello oh, oh, hello oh. No yeah the stadiums in yeah, sword the and shield aren't that's with the puffballs on them
0: <laughs> They're not uh soccer stadiums they are the same they just like are split into two and there's like a pokeball in the middle
2: listen <laughs> listen
0: they're different but these <laughs> ones too these ones too they're like split in half for some reason. I mean I guess it makes more it's sense it's in a video game because that's physically where your Pokemon are but yeah
2: yeah. Yeah, I just think it's for the sake of sports. Is my short answer. What do you think, Jackson? I
0: think I wrote down in my notes that the Japanese voice actor for Meow sounds like Doodle Bob.
2: Meow, <laughs> meow.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what it. That's what it sounds like. It's no good.
2: God, I love Team Rocket in this movie. There's also the some weird. weird. So fucking useless.
0: <laughs> There's some weird business in this movie with, like, the book after, like, the opening scene. Like, there's that one moment yeah. where, like, Ash's mom looks at the book that falls open to a certain page and it looks, like, crystal and scary and she's like, <gasps> but, like, I don't yeah, know what that totally, was. I
1: think yeah, it's you just like totally that this is where her. this is where Molly is getting these images from because, like, she opens it up and it looks like that beach with all the flowers, and there's, like, a girl there. And then we see the area that they're in, it's the beach and the flowers, and she turns into a girl there. Like, it's just... Right. This is where and she's getting like, all the images from.
2: And that's where the unknown are getting the images from, where Molly is getting the images from.
1: Yeah. And that's, yeah. like, that's yeah. why, yeah. why Entei yeah. is here, because Entei's in the book.
2: Right. But I also, like, I have expected um, Ash's mom to, like, find some sort of, like, clue or, like, resolution or, like, you know, answer to something because it was giving, like, so much attention to, like, her looking at the book.
1: But, like, no, she just, like, looks at it, and she's like, oh, and then nothing happens. I want her to, like, turn the page. It's just, like, written, like, how to blow up the unknown. And she's like, oh! (laughs) A step-by-step process. (laughs) I also think...
0: it's, It's also funny that in the American version, like... The dialogue goes so far out of its way to explain what the unknown do to you so many times. Yeah. There's like 40 times where they're like, the unknown exists in a dream dimension and they can make things a reality. Or, That's why they can do that. I know you're confused about why this is happening, but it's because the unknown <laughs> exists in a different dimension and they leak through yeah. into ours. And you're like, I don't give a fuck.
3: I don't well, care. They're I Pokemon, don't give a fuck. I just want to... See shoot a fireball at Team Rocket again.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> like they're Pokemon. They have powers. They all do. I saw that they could change the world around them at will. Cool. I got it. They don't feel like they need to say that eighty times in the Japanese version. Like,
4: yeah.
0: I don't know why <gasps> they feel like they need to like really hold our hands on that on that general yeah, idea. The
3: unknown are going to it. break the willing suspension of disbelief in this audience that's watching the Pokemon
2: movie.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: That'd uh, like... the fucking end fight between Charizard and Enti, Enti and Jesus.
0: Enti? die
1: Enti. 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 Enti is, is dope It attack. had to happen. It slaps. I'm sorry it was you, Adeline. <laughs> I'm bad at talking and then you said Enti and then I forgot that it was called Enti. So move on.
0: I also, I don't know how I feel about Charizard just like showing up at the end least like, yeah, they
1: establish like, it?
0: Yeah, like, randomly near the beginning, they're just like, here's Charizard doing his thing, he's watching TV, like everyone else in this movie, they're all watching TV. And then yeah. he flies over, and then 40 minutes later, he shows up. And you're like, I guess you did, like, the minimum amount of, like, work for this to be some kind of payoff, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the
2: problem is, is, like, for me, as someone who, like, never, like, watched the show like that religiously, besides, like, those episodes that would come on VHS's, Um, like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, where? why is he there? Why isn't he with Ash? What's right? with this Charizard with school. eyelashes and a pink bow? <laughs> yeah, who's this pretty lady that's just surrounded by Charizards? <laughs> like, he has
0: to go to Charizard obedience school because he's an asshole.
2: <laughs> was that is that actually what it happens? Because yes. I would believe that
0: Because he never listens to him He gets the Charmander and he evolves into Charizard And he becomes too big for his britches And keeps telling Ash to go fuck himself So he's like, yeah. I have to put my foot down Charizard You gotta go to boarding school Like, you're going to the military academy Charizard, you need to learn some discipline
1: Listen, Charizard had a hard life He was abandoned as a boy I have always really liked <laughs> <laughs> Liked
2: Charizard just being like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also the Charizard there that has like the makeup on and like the bow.
1: Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, it's
0: the Lady Charizard. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, she's my
1: favorite.
0: The well, girl has a Charizard. That. It has to be a girl Charizard.
1: Well, it makes me yeah. laugh about it. It's like you could just give her eyelashes and I would know that she's a girl. You don't have to put a bow on her. Like, I get she's it. She's pretty. <laughs> She's
2: beautiful! She's got, she She's looks just like the just expressing dragon from Trek. herself! She's got, like,
1: lipstick on.
0: Imagine if you were just walking down the street and you were like, uh, okay, like, I know you're a girl, you don't have to wear a dress like that.
1: Okay, God. but if I saw someone who put, a mascara and a bow on their dog to make sure that I knew that it was a girl, I would be like, You wouldn't think much. twice about it. No, I wouldn't Did think twice. You? I would think several times.
2: Did you just misgender my dog? <laughs> I can't take credit for that joke. That's somebody else. I don't remember who. Uh, I, I like that the they solved the
0: problem at the end by just blowing up the unknown and like everything's yeah, fixed. <laughs> like...
2: they deserve it. God, the unknown have always been like really confusing to me. Like ever since I was a kid. I kind of don't get it. Like They told they you are. like
0: 40 times!
1: I know! I still don't get it! Well, no, it's like, are they legendary Pokemon? Why do they exist in this weird hell dimension? Why do they keep sucking people into the hell dimension? Like, I don't (laughs) know what they function as.
0: Why do you need answers for that? They do!
1: Because I'm interested! (laughs) I want to know! Because you're like, we talked about the legendary Pokemon. They're like, they're super rare and not a lot of people have seen them, but they still believe in them and they're still around. Like Entei and and Swizzikun and whatever the other one's called. Like, this is like, there's... There's, like, these super rare Pokemon around that people believe in. it's like, okay, cool. But then we immediately introduce the unknown, and they're not like that at all. They're from a hell dimension, and they're, like, this ancient unspoken language that if you touch their things, you get teleported to hellscape. So, like, what the hell's going on with that?
0: You just said what the hell's going on with that! You described no, it! Why do, they, like, like,
1: why do they do that? What are, what's their function? Are why they do Like, what are they? They're not Legendary Pokémon because they don't follow the same rules as the Legendary Pokémon. I guess, like, a part of their appeal is that they're,
2: like, is that they're, like, really creepy and, like, hard to understand. Yeah, right? it's because yeah. they're... That's, like,
3: ...unknown.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. You guys can go fuck yourselves. Anna and I are gonna go have fun in our unknown zone.
3: Yeah, our unknown zone. It's fine. <laughs> you don't have to know why, because it's unknown.
0: It's unknown. It is
3: unknown.
0: <laughs>
3: it is unknown.
0: Okay, hold on. Super quick. Can we talk about the song that plays over the credits? <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> oh my god. I didn't yeah. I didn't hear it. Which so was she's
0: it? like, where do our souls go when they die? Why is the sky blue? Why is there, there magic in alien- a kiss? Is
1: there life on other planets?
0: <laughs> I don't have to know. You, could take- you guys could take a lesson from that song. Yeah, She's happy not knowing.
1: Why does water taste oh my good? Hi <laughs> Why does grass grow? Why? Why is- did my parents make my middle name Eric? <laughs> Why? I don't know any Eric's.
0: <laughs> Why do I feel physically attracted to my cousins sometimes? we may never know
2: we may never know it may just remain a mystery no unknown (laughs) jackson
1: (laughs) get with it jesus
0: (laughs) okay stop shut up shut up i'm gonna anna and i are gonna make our own podcast and about the unknown and the the music goes here start the music now jackson Okay, so this is our new podcast, The Unknown Zone, with Jackson and Anna. Yeah. Um,
1: where you just like look into the camera and shrug your shoulders and go, uh-uh. "No,
0: Adeline, shut up. You're not in this podcast." <laughs> Anna, which is your favorite unknown out of all of them? A. A, you like the unknown A. Yes. I do. like the unknown G because it doesn't look anything like a G.
3: Yeah, I think that's the one that always trips me up when I'm trying <laughs> to like my read favorite them.
0: One. <laughs> There's also the got... very blase exclamation point and question mark. They're pretty good.
3: Yeah, I like those too. Because like a... doesn't the question mark have its, like, its eye is like half closed?
0: Yeah, they've got like a half lowered eyelid because like they're really unimpressed with you and your whole shit. Just coming in here and catching a bazillion unknown. Yeah. <laughs> they're pretty good ones. I, my favorite thing about the unknown is that they can only w- learn one attack and it sucks.
3: My favorite thing about the, zone, uh, the unknown is how they suck people into their hell dimension.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so what was your first unknown memory Anna
3: um I, I don't know it's unknown
0: <laughs> okay well mine was when I was a kid I got Pokemon Gold version uh because I found it in a parking lot that's how I got Pokemon Gold version was just that I we were at I, a pumpkin patch I, and I, I remember found your an, copy of gold and I found an old no this is a different one because that one broke eventually um, I know, I think,
3: I think you still... I think you showed it to me once. Like, you had, like, a shitty old gold cartridge.
0: I don't think that's right. Uh, maybe I just told you about it and you're adding a memory. Anyway, Perhaps. I found Pokemon Gold in the parking lot of a pumpkin patch, and I was really confused by the section where you had to go through the unknown cave, and I couldn't figure it out. It was a weird puzzle. Anyway, this has been the Unknown Zone with Jackson and Anna. Um, Thank you and good night. This is a new weekly segment that we will be recording every week uh, for our podcast. Thank you.
3: They're talking in the chat. (laughs)
0: They're talking about the unknown, which is cheating.
3: Yeah, because they're not allowed in the unknown zone. Only we are. Yeah,
0: we are the unknown zone and you guys can talk about something else. We're not in the unknown zone anymore. You can talk to us now.
3: But you can't talk about unknowns.
0: No, unknown zone is just for Jackson and Anna. This is a bad bit for a podcast. (laughs) (laughs)
3: i wonder if you can hear them typing in the audio if we can pull that out god
0: damn it that is one of the funniest bits any of us has ever executed and there's no way to make it play on a podcast (laughs) tabby asked did you ever try to memorize the unknown alphabet and Adeline said my trick is to set it to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just put that on the Twitter, it works yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the unknown look like letters You don't have to memorize anything, do you? Jackson? <laughs> they look like English letters <laughs>
1: We have exited the unknown zone. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're right,
0: you're right. I shouldn't be trying to talk to you about unknown. Um.
1: You made it very clear that we're not invited.
2: I'm not legally allowed to talk about the unknown, Jackson. <laughs>
0: um, I like, in this movie, when Entei fucking steps on Charizard's throat. It better not be the unknown,
1: because we're not in the unknown zone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like when Entei fucking steps on Charizard's throat and just about blows his head off with a fireball. Yeah,
2: dude, that's like that that's like that good. moment when you're like when you're playing with your friends in middle school <laughs> and that one kid just like takes like play pretend way too far, and you're like, dude, you're making this really fucking uncomfortable for everyone <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what
1: that reminded me yeah. of. Yeah, that's fair oh god, you just unlocked a memory with me. I remember one time I was playing make-believe with my friends, and, like, we got to, like, a plot point, but then recess ended, so we just, like, all moved on, but then my friend, like, refused to get out of character, like, throughout (laughs) class, and we all just got super pissed at him because we'd be trying to do, like, math problems, and he would still be in character from the make-believe that we were doing in recess. (laughs) Right. It explains a lot, Honestly.
2: Honestly, that sounds like something I would have done as a kid. (laughs) Not gonna lie. Yeah. (laughs) I was a big old make-believe pretender, which is why I would be great as uh, the uh, cast member for the five-year-old girl Molly. For Pokemon audition. 3 the
0: musical. For
2: Pokemon 3 the musical. <laughs> musical? Why is it
0: a musical now? <laughs> I don't know, it could be. I straight up I will write Spell of the Unknown the musical. I will was- I will do this for society.
1: Well, cause you could have like the Greek choir, but it's the unknown.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The unknown could be like the choir and they could be like, We're the unknown. Go fuck yourself if you want to know why we are the way that we are. Anyway, we grant wishes and we live in a hell dimension. <laughs> But they're singing. And now
1: your house is a giant rock. <laughs> <laughs> gonna make everything out of crystal. You don't like it? Oh, fuck you. Up yours.
0: <laughs> and we can get that guy- we can get that guy from the picture I sent to the Discord to play Entei.
1: <laughs> yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't stress that all the Pokémon are just human actors in fursuits. I can't yeah. stress that enough. <laughs>
3: It's like it's not like that thing where like when, when there are like animals in musicals and they kind of dress like the sort of like idea of the animal, um like in cats <laughs> no. when they have like the jazzer size costumes. But like no right. no. In this it's like you're literally dressed in like a giant Pikachu suit. <laughs> yeah, like, the, like the no, the like the mascot costume. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like
1: that. Yeah.
0: Pikachu takes up twice the amount of space on the stage as any human does.
1: <laughs> it's like one of the big, like, inflatable Pikachu suits. Yeah, and halfway through he deflates and a bunch of men have to hurriedly push him off stage.
0: Straight up, but, like, how rad would crying. it be, though, if you could make a costume for the choir where they just had a whole bunch of unknown, like, dangling off, like, wires from them, like, in a cloud around them while they were, like, dancing around? It'd be tight as hell.
2: Yeah, it'd it be rad as hell. And you could like swirl it around in circles over the audience. And yeah, stuff. And you could have like, so like unknown that
0: like effects. fall from the ceiling. Like it's tough to be a bug at Disneyland.
1: Yeah, and you could have oh, you yeah. could have a guy hooked up to like a to a harness, and he's dressed up like an unknown, and he's flying above the audience,
0: <laughs> like Peter and then Pan he at dies. Disneyland.
1: Then he falls and dies.
0: Oh, like Spider Man. That's what you <laughs> like, right
1: like the Spider Man one,
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's Entei. Entei gets hooked
1: up to a harness. And dies. And And the Charizard.
0: It's like the Prestige. He dies every night and is replaced. Yeah. Spoiler alert for the Prestige.
1: Something's gone wrong if he doesn't die.
0: (laughs) Also, the Prestige the Musical. What if you did the Prestige the Musical, but you actually killed Hugh Jackman every time?
1: (laughs) I would cry! Only if Hugh Jackman is in
0: one of
1: those giant Pikachu
0: suits. Then I can get (laughs) it. Okay, fair enough um so i feel like we've kind of covered i mean the ending is really cool they just have to sort of like convince her that like hey the real world is cool and what you've made here is like kind of not that and we're yeah. your friends if right. you need some friends and like also well, pretty... your dad
1: and mom are alive
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know honestly i feel like having them still be alive is kind of a cop-out i wish they would have yeah, just it, still been dead
1: absolutely yeah for sure they should have stayed dead
0: um but well, it's this also. Had,
1: like, Ash's mom adopt her. It's not like Ash's mom is doing anything. <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah. I would love that. She's just hanging out but with no. that Mr. Mime.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's her
1: new dad. Mr. Mime. <laughs>
0: Mr. Mime. Or Professor Mime. <laughs> I believe. Both, in I guess. You,
1: Mr. Mime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Ash's mom can tell Molly all about how she used to fuck her dad. Yeah. Yeah. In the good old days
1: if you believe in me then I can do anything what
2: does Mr. Mime sound like <laughs> oh, my, oh god. my god can you imagine if Mr. Mime just like
3: spoke English just like <laughs> in like a fluent baritone
0: <laughs> if you believe in me I can do anything Molly and he's like pretending to be stuck in a box <laughs>
1: He's got like a wall. You have
0: to let me out of
1: this box, Molly. You're believing too much. You've trapped me. If
0: you believe in the box, there is a box, Molly. (laughs) Look
1: at me eat this apple.
2: That fucking scene, though, where, like, Entei, like, shows up to, like, finally, like, you know, beat the unknown, like, once and for all, because, like, no one else can do it, Mm -hmm. and, like, he, like, starts, and then he's, like, Molly, please help me! (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: that would have traumatized me! That was horrifying. (laughs) It's good but she that she does and that he does. Then it's fine. That he evaporates. No, dude, dude, that kid is gonna have some serious issues. (laughs) No, the none (laughs) of them were real, so it's fine. It wasn't real.
0: (laughs) Also I just one last thing from the Japanese version I wanna point out. That sequence where um, Entei shows up and kidnaps Ash's mom. Like, there's basically no dialogue in it besides Entei shows up and goes, Mama! And they're like, What? And he's like, Mama! And then Ash's mom gets hypnotized and she's like, Mama! And then she falls over and, and yeah. runs away. You're like, Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> That's awesome! At <laughs> least this point, they like, You get what they're doing. They're like, Oh, he's like, he's teased the mom. And then she's, Yeah, like, I get what's going on. I do like Entei just screaming, Mama! mama. <laughs> yeah. I also love that they established that one so time funny. that Entei could just, like,
3: completely just mind control people. And then it, like, never right. came up again.
1: Yeah! He's well, like, it's not... you should leave! And he's like, make me! And he's right. like, okay, let me just punch you? <laughs> yeah. I'll make your eyes lose their anime
3: sparkle!
0: But yeah, no, I feel like all of these Pokemon movies have sort of, like, Anti resolutions where they're just yeah. like, um, you shot a fireball at the unknown, so um, now everything's fine and the crystals are gone and your dad's back to life and your mom's back to life too, and uh, we're good. It's the end of the movie, everything's fine so, again. It's just like, I think it's okay, honestly fine, just a symptom
1: of the fact that it's from a TV show. It's like, it, we we can't change the main cast at all. But for some reason, that also means nobody else can change either, even though we're never going to see them ever again. Right. Maybe just in case we do see them in the TV show later, they're like, oh, maybe we should keep everything the same, just in case.
0: But I don't even think it's necessarily about, like, the growth or the arc. It's just more of, it's like in the last movie where they're just like, if you play the song... Then all the birds will stop fighting, and Lugia will come back to life, and everything will be fine. And you're just like, okay, sure, I guess, if you say so. Like, <laughs> yeah, I shot a fireball at the unknown, and now it's all fixed because they just said that it would be like it's fine, whatever. <laughs> at
1: least right. they told you.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the Wreck-it Ralph problem.
1: <laughs> Listen, they told you. That's all. That's
0: all you need. <laughs> right. Do we have any uh, final thoughts on Pokemon Three: The Movie, Spell of the Unknown?
2: rules oh i have i have um well okay i looked really hard because i have here comes my segment of the podcast where i talk about animation shit and like frames and such and whatnot because like in the first two movies there was like well there were like a couple times in the first one where like a whole bunch of the frames were like really dirty, or, like, they didn't, like, press it down, and so you could, like, see all of the shadows underneath it. There's just a lot of problems. Problem. Yeah, and the second one, there was that scene with Misty where they, like, used a different paint for, like, one of the loops, and so, like, her coat just flashes a different color for a second. <laughs> um, I didn't see any in this movie. And yeah, I was looking for it.
1: Really good. Yeah, yeah, the animation but, like, was a lot really... better in this one.
2: Yeah, I think that they're, like, you know, hmm. they're being given like more of a budget every time. And I think that they're, you know, just kind of getting more passionate about working on it. Like we had mentioned, you know, before, like people are just like way more invested and they want to make a good product.
1: At Um, this point, are they still using like actual physical frames, do you think? I think so. That's actually a really good question though. Like at what point did you make that transition? I, 2001, I don't actually know. Let me
2: try and look it
0: up. I did I'll find out Google that it? there is one guy who directs all of the Pokemon movies. Like, even to this day, he's been the only, like, Pokemon director, which I think is really On all of them? Yeah.
1: That's so interesting! Maybe he just took a minute to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> cool, great.
0: Okay, well then, in that <laughs> we'll case, do you yes. guys want to hear a, a bad review of Pokemon 3, the movie? Yes. Because uh,
1: it's going
0: to make me sad. So this review comes from Letterboxd.com. Uh, they give it one and a half stars out of five, they say. It's pretty fucked up when Meowth gets rammed by Pikachu and says, I need medical coverage.
4: <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, read that
3: again.
0: It's pretty fucked up when Meowth gets rammed by Pikachu and says, I need medical coverage.
3: I mean... Did that happen in this
1: movie? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. Is this anyway. person really that upset that he doesn't have medical coverage that he's willing to <laughs> give the movie one star?
0: My name's Jackson McMurray.
1: <laughs> My name's Alan McMurray. My
3: name's Tabby Bartle. My name's Anna McGuire.
0: And this is No Nerds Allowed. No
2: Nerds Allowed. Uh, oh, I thought we were gonna no like all allowed.
0: say it at the same time. No, we don't no have to
1: do that. We've allowed. never done that before. No Nerds Allowed.
0: No allowed. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> what, you don't like that bit? No, I don't like that bit. <laughs> no. Wait. Wait. Okay. Let's try
2: again. Let's try it again. Ready? 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 One,
1: two, no three. Nerves. No, no nerds allowed. Do you like it, Jack? No, stop I don't. <laughs> We're gonna starboard
4: <stop> <laughs>